last time on the Reroll Podcast. That Inquisitor that has everyone scared arrives, and he doesn't trust Yelena. I wouldn't either. Who do you serve? I serve the Empire. Seize her. Louis causes a distraction so that Star can escape. Hey, so you must be the Great Inquisitor. Come towards me. One of Star's new animal friends stops her in the woods. Now's not exactly the best time to claim your favor, but if it needs to be done, tell me. And he offers to help her once again. I'm not here for the favor yet. In fact, you may have us too now. And Star gets to ride the giant owl back to base. And this giant owl comes down and lands. <laughs> Shaking the earth next to me. This is Princess Hydri. She will take you where you need to go. Super cool. Even if the ride was a bit bumpy. We need to go. I don't think we can stay here. I don't think we can defend this place. Bad things are happening in Brambleton. What will the Resistance do about Louis being captured? And now we got this new Inquisitor bad guy to deal with. I don't think Louis would give up our location. Do you? Let's find out. Welcome back to the Reroll Podcast. Welcome back to the Reroll Podcast, where we. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> this is actually a one on one Discord chat with Zane. Nobody <laughs> else can make it today. We here at the Reroll Podcast, we ask hard hitting questions and i have one for you guys today would you rather fight 10 goose-sized horses or one horse-sized goose discuss i mean horses horses. are dicks (laughs) but like they get all their dickishness from their size and the fact they can throw their weight around so i'll probably go with goose-sized horses same yeah i agree with that just because i feel like i feel like i could very easily keep kicking over a bunch of small horses but like one big goose like (laughs) fuck that that thing would that thing would annihilate me jesus Mm -hmm. christ if they figured out it was bigger than you goose it was like hissing that's not yeah like they're already scary no thank you (laughs) i think this is supposed to be ducks not geese because i think that changes the dynamic changes the dynamic that's true i (laughs) got into a fight with a goose when i was young and it was just one and i lost so <laughs> you still remember how young i was i believe i was eight so it was about your size so is it <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't i didn't grow a whole lot from eight to now <laughs> but um i went to a easter egg hunt for like some real estate thing that they had at like a pond that they were hosting and they didn't realize how bad of an idea it is for a bunch of kids to carry around baskets of fake eggs at a pond where like geese's uh, tend to operate so and they and it, there was little this was you know late 90s there's little to no supervision so i just i got the shit beat out of me by a goose and then went back to my mom and was like i don't want to i don't want to play anymore <laughs> did it still i feel race? like as as an adult like i mean i i have trouble like 
killing a fly. Like I won't do it if I can avoid it. But like, I feel like as an adult, if a goose like fucking like posted up on me, I think I'd fuck that little bitch I, up. I, bash I haven't it. been in that. I've been in that situation yet, but I would, I would hundred percent kick a goose. That's kind of what I'm saying like- though, is I'm not a hundred percent confident. I would win in a one-on-one fight to, with a normal goose today. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was chased by a goose when I was probably about the same, like six to eight, somewhere in there. I was I thought I was so smart bro because I was like wait it's got this long neck so it can reach out at you but like if I if I wait until it like bites at me and then I grab it by the neck right below its head and it's got no weapons left I was fucking wrong dude I got (laughs) scratched I got slapped by its wing I got body checked (laughs) like (laughs) gooses are insanely uh resourceful every single (laughs) every single goose could have a stint in the UFC. <laughs> I think the only All right, advice... Tonight, tonight in the Octagon, it's Anderson Silva versus 20 geese. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, I would... I've never bought pay-per-view in my life. I would pay hundreds of dollars for that fight. Hell yeah. <laughs> Pain. The fucking one against Silva. <laughs> Maybe they're just not happy with the way that you're calling them geeses and gooses instead of just geese. <laughs> it's a goose. Goose. A, g- a gaggle of gooses. Whose side the are you on? Goose in. The goose. Has our entire relationship been a front for some sort of <laughs> I forgot geese? to tell you. I goose. Am, goose. I, am, I am a goose. She was hired by that one goose. Brendan are having some PTSD right now. <laughs> we got to fight big goose. Uh. Get, get big goose out of politics. <laughs> jail why do you think they're on every large campus that there is around dude yeah they're fucking they're indoctrinating all the all the college students just like liberals it's hand in hand liberals are working with the geese birds aren't real guys it's true the future the geese aren't birds demons if bo used his like eyes of the grave to look for fiends he'd outline every goose in the vicinity Damn. This episode on the Real World Podcast, Starlet tries to see if she can befriend a goose and fails. <laughs> They're not beasts. They bring all animal geese friendship are will not, yeah, will not work. Chaotic evil. Speaking of chaotic evil, geese, speaking of large winged creatures, we last left off with Starlet Moonbow making quite a dramatic entrance to the alchemy lab. On top of the back of Princess Hindry, a beautiful gray giant owl who, with the flaps of her mighty wings, dropped down. I'm sure this is a, a, an awe-inspiring scene uh, to see. And Princess Hindra lands... And brings its body low to the ground as Starlet, you dismount. And I think this noise probably attracts everybody, even Flint and uh, Jurgen, who are inside. And walking out, Jurgen is right behind you, Flint. And you guys, as you guys all see this, and he slaps the back of you and he says, (laughs) It is going to be a great day. Gaze upon the princess of owls. I imagine that this guy is taller than Flint, so does he slap him on the back, or does he slap him in the back of the head? <laughs> back of the head knocks him out. <laughs> He's got like a plus five strength. Zero so hit yeah. points. 
And he is a very tall, hairy orc. Yeah, because he's a full-blooded orc, right? Full-blooded orc, yeah. Really, yeah. really stocky. How big are the pellets that that thing coughs up? Bigger than you, my friend. Bigger than you. <laughs> he says, eyes full of wonder. <laughs> <laughs> the owl's just, like, choking up. <laughs> right now. Look how majestic. <laughs> 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 Give me a minute. <laughs> Holy shit, is that a horse bone in that pellet? <laughs> so who uh who approaches Star first? Uh what are your guys' opinions and, and sort of impressions of seeing this magnificent creature? I'll approach first. Do we approach in mass? Hi star. Nice nice hour I can't help but notice you're alone though. Star, I think, is just like as she gets off. I think she's sort of hanging her head. She's like, "I had to leave Louis. I had no choices. This, we're doomed. That place is doomed. I thought maybe we could fight it off, but that Inquisitor is real, and he." <laughs> I don't know how much time we have, but I think we have to get out of here as quickly as possible. And I don't know if Louis's going to survive. I don't know if he's even alive still. And I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart. I really am. I tried to save him. Where did you last see him? The Inquisitor was walking him towards the gallows that they built in town. Can uh, your friend fly me and Groth back? I I hate to say it, but I don't think that it's wise to risk it. We've already been separated for so long, all of us, and it's not that I don't want to save Louis. I just don't want us all to die. We have things we need to finish. If we're going to go back, we need to have some sort of plan, but I really, I think this is above our pay grade, and I hate to say that. I'm a proud person. This is not something we can just brush off and talk our way through and fight through. We will not survive, or we will lose at least a few of us if we go back. Hey, the Empire is going to continue to crush anybody in its way. After a certain point, there's not really much you can do about it. Just live to fight another day. I think Star seeing Flint there, she's gonna she's gonna march right up to him and just like really look him in the eyes and say I saw you walking Groth into that tent. Now you tell me here and now, are you fighting for them or are you fighting for us? Because we don't have time to fuck around like this anymore. Why are you accusing me? I don't know where the hell you were. You've been this whole time. They seem to know pretty clearly that I was busting them out. Donovan steps forward and says, Star was the only one who attended the meeting. A meeting that was supposed to be with you, Flint. I never made a guarantee I was going to be able to be there. I was trying to embed myself behind their ranks and look where that got me, and he gestures to his throat. This is probably pretty big... Maybe not news for all of you. I'm sure Shadow probably informed you. But there is a scabbed over wound on his throat. And it is brutal. 
I'm also going to point at the bruise on his face. Say, well, <laughs> I did that to him when he uh, when he let me out of jail. I don't, I don't think we have anything to suspect from Flint. Stars no, I mean, don't, still. Get me wrong, you're appropriate for asking questions, which I got a couple for you. Which is, namely, where the hell have you been this whole time? I've been trying to find you guys. We have a friend in danger. We shouldn't be arguing. Star's just gonna hold out a hand to you, and she's gonna, she's like still staring really intently at Flint, and she's like, I don't want to argue. Tell me. And whatever you say, I will believe you. But if I find out that you're working against us, I will kill you with my bare hands. And trust me, I don't want to do that. I've come to like your stupid jokes and your nasty cigar smell. But it's hard to not know. I can't just not trust the people I'm in a group with. And maybe I'm at fault here, but just tell me. Everything that I've been doing since we met, it's in the interests of these people. The only concern that I have here is to try to give them the ability to fight for themselves. Anything that I've done has been for the good of this group. Even if it might not seem like it sometimes. Star is going to hold out her arm and lick her hand to you and just say, then I propose a deal. If either of us ever betrays this party, we'll die by each other's hand. I don't suffer traitors, so... I think that kind of goes without saying, but I'll take that deal. Suicide pact. Fuck ya. I'm in two. That's only a suicide pact if you plan to betray the party. (laughs) (laughs) But if anybody betrays this party, I'll just run away and cry. Yeah, Uh, Other than Flynn. Like, (laughs) I don't hold anything against you guys, but no. um, Star's going to give you like a big handshake and she's like, I will not doubt you anymore. But please, keep me informed. Keep us informed. We need to know what's going on with each other. And don't ever I mean, fucking leave me alone again like that. That was fucking <laughs> terrible. I thought you guys were all dead. I didn't know what the fuck to do. You know how hard it is to find a group of people I can tolerate? Fuck. Come on. You well, us? against all odds, we're all back here together now, so we should probably figure out what our next step is. If we're going to get Louie back, we need to do it soon. The every minute that passes, they get they dig in deeper around that town. Where's Kella? I'm here. I'm here. And she sort of Kella. wades her way through the back of the crowd, pushes Gator aside. My way. <laughs> your your voice booms and separates the crowd of people like Moses splitting the Red Sea. <laughs> Scares the super dope ass owl off too. <laughs> Oh, fuck, I'm out of here. Which, by the way, real quick note, Jurgen, who's probably next to you at this point, Bo, sort of taking a step back um, from Flint, whispers over to you, and he goes, I think I love that cat lady. <laughs> she That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Says it right as she said she'll kill Flint with her bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> with her bare hands? You're going to say that. <laughs> She's got away with words. 
<laughs> hey, girl, what those bare hands do. God, I hate it. <laughs> All right, when, when Kella gets up here, I'm going to say, Kella, there's one person we need dead. Dead. He's clearly got us outmatched, outsmarted. We need an edge. Well, I think you can help. You're definitely the smartest person here. Uh, maybe, but I don't... I don't have the materials that I would need for something to give you an edge like that. And Jürgen steps forward and he says, I think I may be able to help. He gets down on a knee next to Kella and he, like, pulls out this little pouch and he hands it to her and he says, You look a lot like someone I used to know. Do you know of... Oh, God, I forgot her name. It's Kella's mom's name. Marjorie. Marjorie, thank you. Marjorie? Yeah, that's, that was, that was my mother. It is a shame her and I had a close relationship. And she sort of opens this small pouch and dumps out a couple of petals. Um, and it's these strange purple petals plucked from a flower you, you probably haven't seen. But Bo, you recognize it sort of grew, a couple of these grew like, uh, like dandelions in that circle of mushrooms in Anara's grove. And he says, these likely aren't what you're looking for, but I have kept these and preserved them, something that your mother had asked me to do. I was able to provide her with many ingredients that are otherwise hard to find. It'll take some time, but perhaps I can get something that you could use to help these people. She says, I... I mean, I'm... I'm not as good as m my mom, but if I can get some ingredients, some rarer ones, and try to follow some of the recipes in her book, maybe I can give you all the edge you need. But we also, we need to know more. <clears throat> I'll tell you as much as I can about them. I Truly, I don't know a lot about what was happening on the internals of the camp, but I can give you a, a rough headcount, and I can tell you where I last saw the Inquisitor, but I know we have some allies around town, but... If they weren't already afraid of helping us, they're terrified now. But I was going to speak up too and say, I think a big problem here is that we lack one of the main ingredients, and that's time. And the longer we wait, the less of a chance we have. How long, again, have uh, Lilac and Leafy Wiener been gone? Like. Five or six days now. Okay. And what was the turnaround time? 
like two weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, two or three. up to two weeks. Okay. So depending on how things are going, they could be as little as two days out, as long as a week out. Right. Uh, Star's actually going to turn to the uh, owl princess and say, I know that I have a debt owed to you, but... And I wouldn't... Ah, fuck. I think that if you want your forest to survive, we have to clear the bad ones out from the town nearby. I'm sure the town would help you, but... Truthfully, I don't know if even the great beings of this forest would survive if they were to take control of that town, if they were to sink their clutches deeper into this world. We need to wipe them out or scare them off or get them out of here somehow. And I'll take as many... Well, I will owe you as many debts as you'll allow, but we need your help. Jurgen comes up beside beside you, and with his dark green hand, he brushes this giant owl, and it sort of nuzzles onto his touch. Hundry is a great, great beast that has suffered immensely. We have found friends with your ally Bo here, and I am certain if Hendry gave you passage you are more than worthy however the fate of the forest and ours grove and all the creatures in it myself included depends on her survival we will do what we can but and i'm very sorry Beautiful Catwoman. I cannot risk her life. Well, I do understand, and I would not want anything, any harm to come to this wonderful creature, but perhaps I have a way with animals sometimes, but it really just depends on my charm on the day. Maybe if, and I don't even know if this is possible, but if there were a way to round up some of these stronger beasts in the forest to be part of our cause, to help us a little, we would defend them as they would defend us, but it's, we're only so few people, and we're, we've trained these ones, and she gestures to the people in the camp, but, I mean, you can see with your own eyes, they're, not exactly warriors and fighters yet. They will be someday if they have the chance to flourish and grow, but for now we just have a small group of people who do not wish to be pushed down by this horrible plague that has come to their city. Any, any help that we can get would suffice. Speak to me about this plague. What is it? Much as... A plant can die from an infestation of bugs. The city of Brambleton has been infested by Hellriders and people from the Empire. They're slowly choking out the small town, and 
frankly, they don't have enough to push back or to fight. I mean, they could, but likely they would all die. Maybe some of the Hellriders would be taken out, but they're clad in armor and trained soldiers. These people have are poor. They've lived there their whole lives. They have nothing. And soon they will make their way into this forest to clear it for their bigger cities and their horrible ways. I've seen it happen to a town, and it was my town. They're capable of things in things that can can and will wipe out this entire town. And I'm not ready to see that happen again. But after a certain point, you have to ask yourself, what's more important? Saving Brambleton? Or pushing the Empire out? And he kind of like ponders like the smoldering embers of the end of the milk car. Oh, my friend, tell me, how can we reject this infestation? How does it manifest? I mean, I guess first they'll target you and they'll do whatever they can to wipe you out. I don't know, you know, why certain places are targets. I think it's resistance that gets you targeted. Didn't you say that the... Rations were poisoned when it came to your town. The food wasn't good. They they took over all of our crops, and because we were a farm-based town, took seized our crops for the war effort and their effort and replaced it with rations that were making everybody sick. <laughs> that is... Usually how the Empire will operate, I can tell you from experience, is they get their hands around the neck of a town and choke off as much resources as they possibly can. If you can keep the population dependent on you, then you've, you've already won. It's all about control with them. Well, fret not, <laughs> for I can help a bit. And he pulls out another pouch out of his... Um, little belt here not really belt it's more like a underneath his, his ball sack yeah, it's like it's right? tucked into his taint <laughs> he's a taint of holding where do you make that uh, joke maybe i don't know no i don't think we did <laughs> that's a good butt one flap of holding and he he pulls out another and it's full of these like berries and he says i can i can give you more of these it's a temporary solution but one of these will fill the bellies of a, gr- a grown a grown person they will only last until tomorrow morning so these feel free to use around here but I can get you more until you find a well, or- permanent way to feed the town perhaps this could help we also have a garden that we started too here I know that's not enough but it's something Smuggling in large amounts of food, though, is just not going to be as good of of an option, though, so we could definitely try. Well, Orc orc Man, can you facilitate any sort of, like, tunnel or anything like that? I don't know if you know any moles or anything. That is a phenomenal idea. And he, like, slugs you on the shoulder. No, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) 
creatures of the forest could bring things in easy enough. They may not be warriors, but easy to bring in food and... And, Bo, if you could take either me or Nara there... Well, likely Nara, Her connection to nature could give you years harvest and days. The important thing right now is just undermining their influence and control over the town and getting people supplies so they're not reliant on the Empire will help them focus more of that energy on fighting. And we need to continue to incite this less fear of the Empire and more anger and willingness to rebel because we were getting somewhere. We were, but the sight of that thing made me want to run. I think supplying food and resources is a very good step into gaining trust. The wiping out my town was with death and disease, and if you can keep that from happening, then we have people on our side. In the end, we have we are outnumbering them, I think, with the people that we have. It's just the willingness to fight, I think. We need to show them that people are willing to fight, too. And I don't know if we can do that if they're going to watch their blacksmith hang. We can't let that happen. Jurgen puts a hand on your shoulder bow. He says, my friend, I can feel your grief. I, mean, I am sorry. What, what was your town's name? Edinburgh. All right, give me an insight. And you probably noticed that Bo is, like, as sad as it is, it's, like, obviously there's been a lot of healing been done where he can talk about it pretty plainly. Like, there's still, like, a spark there and, like, anger, but it's, like, almost weirdly calm. Like, you can tell that there's been a lot of work trying mm -hmm. to be able to get through this and to be able to talk about it. Six. No, twelve. Sorry. You notice a quick glance from Donovan. Not much you can discern from it, but it was almost like a surprise. And he steps forward and he says, If we're gonna show that we can fight, things don't slow down from there. And I think now's our time. Now's our time to make that decision, whether we run or we fight. I'm gonna turn to him and I'm gonna say, Donovan, that spear you hold, who do you owe that to? I owe it to, I owe it to all of you. You owe it to Louis. If there were no Louis, there'd be no me. I'm gonna turn to everybody. I'm gonna say, everybody, that steel on your hips, those bows in your hands, those arrows on your backs. Who the fuck do you owe those to? And quickly, powerfully, in a unison that is kind of unexpected, and I think, Flint, you might even be the one who's most surprised by this, erupts the word Louis, as they say it like a team. I'm going to turn it on to Venom and say, sounds like the decision might have been made. 
the newest, or one of the newest additions to the Resistance steps forward. Tara. And Flint, this might be the... Uh, I think you saw the reunion with Tara and her sister. Mm. But she steps forward and gives you a look, and she says, I've had a very long couple of days. But I think I can get, give some insight, because... Before yesterday, I was one of these people in Brambleton. But nightfall and a sunrise later, I feel emboldened. I'm reunited with my sister, who I thought was dead. And she's teary eyes, and one slowly starts to roll down her face, and she says, If we can give hope, we can win. And Louis, Louis is hope. It's the hope we didn't even know we had. I, last time I've been through this, I didn't have a choice to run or fight. So you better count on that I'm going to be able to make a decision this time and the right one for the right cause. Jurgen grabs hold of the mighty princess of owls. He says, I know I promised to stay here tonight, but I'm afraid I must break that. I need to return to Unara's Grove. And as you all have told me, time is not something you can lose. I will return, and if I do not, Bo, you know where to find me. I do. Thank you. And he mounts on the back of this owl and he says, May the Light Mother watch over you and illuminate you in darkness, and may Essa bless the meals at hand. And when it comes time to fight, draw your strength from Emin. And with one quick flap of the wings, they take off into the tree line, below the tree line, and you can hear, ow, ow, oh, shit, ow, ow. <laughs> is that a fucking oh, spider? Oh, oh, God, oh, God, I gotta swim some. Help. Get it off, get it off. Why is it pointing at me? <laughs> um, all right, well, I suppose we should probably head inside and make a plan then. Kind of looks around at everybody else. Do- Donovan, uh, Tara, why don't you join us? Yeah. And Donovan uh, says, "Who's Tara's sister?" Olivia. Olivia. Uh, let's Gator's get friend. Yeah, let's get her in there as well. Gator, sure. Take over the perimeter. Gator gives a hearty nod and a burp. <laughs> Amen, brother. Have we seen the cat right. anywhere? Oh, uh, yes. So the black cat comes. Up to you, Shadow, rubbing on your legs, and it is meow going through heat. So if you hear any meow in the recording, it was completely It's actually added in yeah. post, and definitely not my cat meowing. It's fully that we paid for. Yeah, it's it's actually just a testament to how dedicated we are to this project. 
It was a <laughs> yeah, bold that... move to 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 like mock her meow because sometimes that sets her off. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say that too. Actually, <laughs> um, hypothetically, of course, she's not actually meowing. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, Flint is actually gonna turn to Shadow too and just say, "Uh, last when is the last time you saw your spider friend?" Uh, that was a few days ago. Now he he's probably sleeping. We might need his help. Do you want to go see if you can find them? I don't think he can fit in the house. <laughs> no, that's fine. He doesn't need to come in here at all, ever. <laughs> so that's all right. <laughs> Wait, I forgot. Uh, obviously, they don't. They can't talk to each other. Yeah, like, I can't. Talk. You, you you were talking to him with the, with your ring, right? Yeah, I was gonna ask if Star can like is the ring something I can let her borrow and use, or do you have to attune to it? You have to attune to it, probably. Let me check real quick. Also, is this uh, the first it is time not... I've seen the cat? No, oh, cool. Since we got back. Yes, this is the first time. Okay, I think uh, I've only got one charge left on it for the night, so I will let you borrow it and just say, don't lose this. It's come in handy quite a bit for me, but perhaps... <laughs> for some can... reason, I thought you were going to say, I don't know why my brain is like, I thought you were going to say, it'll come out of your paycheck. <laughs> come out of your paycheck, little girl. <laughs> I like the idea of like uh, a shadow coming back to Sarah and being like, "I swallowed it." <laughs> That's a hundred squirrels on your Friday shit thing. <laughs> hundred squirrels. Hundred squirrels. <laughs> Fuck ton of squirrels. I wonder if it still works because it's tech. Well, no, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not going to think about that right now. <laughs> also, she can put it on her thumb because it probably doesn't fit any other. It'll fingers. reset. Oh yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, but yeah, she's gonna flip it over to you. Uh, Star will just flip over the ring to you and say try not to lose it every time you rest um, in the morning you should have it up to three spaces left but it'll just depend on the night's luck try not to lose it it's been very helpful she puts it on like a bracelet <laughs> damn my fucking fingers are huge god damn you gotta get over the fat part of the paw if like yeah the... if it's like the nub for like a yeah. paw it probably is pretty big <laughs> uh, well I'll let him sleep a little bit longer I'd, I'd like to come to the meeting oh yeah I think if it's is it morning or night what time it's of day is dusk. it dusk oh, is it that okay. late in the day oh yeah oh I was thinking it was earlier yeah, I let's let's let him do his uh, evening activities and we'll discuss inside. But afterwards, yeah, I should perhaps probably he'll... let him eat first. Yeah, that that may be good. He has his afternoon. Can you feed him one games. of the berries? Really good. <laughs> He's really good. He's got yeah, it's four rackets. rackets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I say, old champ, quite good at this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love. It seems you have me sweet. <laughs> For anyone um, not watching this, which is everyone, I was pointing <laughs> like he was pointing at a spider friend. <laughs> well, spiders do like eat other spiders, so it's like if, sure, if, yeah. if he loses to them, just point. <laughs> Good game. <laughs> delicious. Quite delicious. <laughs> Let's go inside and have the stupid fucking meeting. Jesus Christ. Um. Have we seen Crunch and Kevin since we got back? Yeah. You guys have They're not. They're in the daycare. We were told they were here. You were told they were here. You have not seen them. Okay. We'll have to, we'll have to wrangle them up, too. Yeah, Star yeah, Wars. Let's, let's, let's go inside and have a staff meeting. 
you guys go inside, and the place is a lot a livelier in, in terms of atmosphere and things like that. People are talking, there's chatter, there's companionship. However, a lot of things are packed up. There's a, there's emergency sort of barrels that are ready to transport. This whole place has been almost mobilized to leave um, as per Star's kind of last request when she wasn't sure what was happening. You walk in and you see your big automaton friend, Kevin, wearing a apron that says, kiss the cook, and he <laughs> is uh, stirring a pot uh, over the fire, and he says, oh, it is so nice to meet my friends again. I hope you enjoy. I have been mastering the mathematical art of cooking. Star's like, has, has anyone tried that? Does anyone know? He's, he was locked in like a cave for like a, a jillion years. Is it good? Donovan's like, <laughs> It's not good. <laughs> it's got a lot of salt. He can't taste it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, All right. Thanks. On the way into Shadow, will run up next to Kella and just pull out these roots that she has. And she's like, I don't know if this will help Kella, but I found these yesterday, too. Oh. Two days ago. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yes. Thank you. I... I Please bring me more of these. Any little bit helps, even for small healing salves or anything I can use around when people are injured or sick. She sort of takes this these dirty roots and, like, shoves them in her bag. And she turns to you, uh, Star, and she says, Star, can I, can I talk to you real quick before this? Shadow's like, uh, would that heal somebody? Um, No. That being said, some extractions from this can kill infections and things like that in small doses. I could make this into something a little more dangerous, if you wish. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> Star, before this meeting, uh, do you mind if I just speak to you in the lab real quick? Yes, yes, let's, uh, let's go i've definitely been looking forward to this discussion well i guess <laughs> i'm nervous but i'm ready to hear whatever it is you have to tell me and she'll turn to flint and say uh i guess don't get too far ahead of yourselves started on this meeting without us but this is important and if you want to continue gathering everyone sitting them down uh we'll be back soon don't mind me i'm just gonna loosen up a little and he pours himself a really big glass of whiskey Farts really loud. Yep. <laughs> Cross takes nah, a big nah, glass of whiskey. Nice and loose. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Shadow, you are sort of kind of walking <clears throat> along, stepping over this cat as it's weaving in between your legs. And what a suspicious look. You look down at it and it turns back up and begins to hiss at you. I hiss back. It looks at you quizzically, and you hear a soft giggling in your ear. <laughs> uh, shoot, what's his name? Maximus. Maximus, Maximus. was that you? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the cat to hiss. No, the cat hissed, but I think it was at me. Oh. <laughs> and the cat just sort of, like, scurries off and runs away. Goes, uh... 
goes gets a little close to Bo and then looks at you, Bo, hisses again, and then goes up to Flint and starts sniffing at your whiskey glass. <laughs> kind of tilt it towards the cat and offer it some. Bo would have waved at the cat awkwardly and not know how to <laughs> what to do with it. <laughs> the cat takes one lick and then it's just like yeah. <laughs> into the glass. Pukes in the drink. Yeah. <laughs> just just cags. Does the whiskey smell mm. like milk? <laughs> milk whiskey. Milk ski. Oh god. <laughs> My stomach hurts. <laughs> um Maximus says to you, Shadow, he's like, I gotta say I missed you. Everybody here's so rigid and boring. <laughs> You just got to get them to have more fun. Every time I tie their shoes together, they fall over and say, I could have gotten hurt, and that's not <laughs> funny. <laughs> well, they'll learn. Uh, I am a little worried, however. Uh, should we have this many people around the you-know-what? Is it... Can it open? I mean, I can open it. But only you can, right? I think. I hope. Just put a big sign that says, Do not enter. Oh, that's a good idea. But if I saw that sign, I'd go in. True, me too. Uh, maybe <laughs> we should put a sign that says, Enter, with a smiley face. Uh, no. I don't can know. You make it, can you make it look like the wall? No, I, I, I can't do that. How how big is the door? Um, it's a pretty big door, about eight feet tall by five feet, four feet, five feet. Could you four make to five part feet. of it look like the wall? I could try, but then I'd have to focus on that. Ugh. Yeah. Hey, really quick off-screen question, because I desperately want to hear Maximus comment on it. Uh, is he close enough to smell the milk car? Which is still a milk car. I imagine it permeates the entire... I imagine everybody can smell the milk car. But I also think he's probably smelt it before, so it's nothing. Because I think he was... I could be wrong on this, but I think he was playing tricks on the cigar. He was the one that made it smell like milk, actually. Yeah, Yeah, I just wanted to hear him comment on it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Can you make it stinky? Not stinkier than that. And also, that (laughs) smell should have gone away by now. (laughs) <laughs> I think he started using it like a I've seen people put perfume on what's a like like smell good perfume yeah but this is smell bad perfume ah <laughs> uh, like a fart <laughs> I could I could fart on the door and he zips away excitedly <laughs> and you hear like Little fairy Who fart. did that? I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow giggles as he does it. Meanwhile, Star, you're pulled into the lab. Kella shuts the door behind you. And she says, I'm glad we finally get a chance to talk. I, I have some news for you. Um, whether it's good or bad is more or less up to you, but... That thing you gave me, that sample, I think I've figured out part of it. All right. And you see this, like, 
area of her uh, counter space that's just dedicated to that. It's got the sample. Um, it's got a beaker of, of like a alcohol solution and it's got books open and spread and papers everywhere. And she says, um, so I found this and she hands you this old dusty tomb and you see the scribbled picture of this bulbous mushroom with sort of half dome features on it that is the way it's drawn it looks like it's sort of giving off light and underneath it says Illumish room and she says bits of that sample you gave me gave off a strange blue light when put into pure darkness I think they use this as a bonding agent it's Illumish room it's something that's only found in subterranea a area Beneath the face of Rel itself. Look at this. This was done by a, a gnome, uh, 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 Delano Scribble Scribe. He had a foray into the subterranea and, and wrote quite often about its dangers, but wrote in depth about its flora and fauna, and, and this is the most prominent thing there, and it's only found in subterranea. Interesting. Star will grab what she's handing out and just examine it. Whoever made whatever this is, and I took a sample and I I, I tried it on, this, this sounds awful, but I, I tried it on a small creature, a little squirrel, and it it didn't kill it, but it put it to sleep for a long time. It might even have been paralyzed. Interesting. So whoever made this had to have access to a Loomish room. However, outside of Bronzehammer, the Dwarf City, I don't... I don't know where you could get it. That's the only... Uh, this book seems to suggest that there are many ways to get into subterranea, but they are hidden and, and lost to time. But the the path that Delanos took when he did his expedition was through the bottom of Bronzehammer. In fact, he was one of the very few people who was allowed to go through the old King's Road. The expedition beneath the city. Uh, Starwell kind of like look Killa in the eyes and just say my dear there are many ways to get many places and perhaps someday I can show you some of them but thank you very much for all of this information I really do appreciate it gets me one step closer to finding my sweet Faya hopefully I won't be too late but thank you well, Star, I, th I think, for better or worse, whoever gave or administered this to your Faya didn't want her dead. But take this book. Read through it. It's all about Subterranea, and honestly, a lot of it scares me, and I think, I think you should read it. And, and the more you know about the dangers you may face, the better. Thank you. Now, let's get back so we can have this 
meeting and get on with the night. I can't tell you how tired I am. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And she'll put that book in her inventory. Okay, go ahead and write it down as the Scribble Scribe Adventure Guide, colon, Subterranea. Uh, is there a way for me to, like, add something custom? Yeah, I'll, I can add it to your thing. Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Okay. Quick, have the meeting. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you come back out, Shadow has her hand in, like, some paste that she found in Killa's room and is writing careful Willem's room on the door. <laughs> That's the- my LSD paste. <laughs> careful Keller's room that's actually pretty <laughs> no Willem's room Willem's room oh I see on on the big Williams yeah big door careful Willem Defoe's room Willem Defoe's room with his <laughs> massive penis yeah big dong daddy's room okay so we don't deserve to be a podcast that makes money well we aren't <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that everything's going according to plan yeah, then. yeah. right <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so Star, you and Kella exit the alchemy lab and see Shadow writing Willem's room on the uh, door, the, the the Feywild door. Um, but you guys eventually join in. Where do you guys want to have this meeting? Because if it needs to be private, you can have it in Kella's lab. Let's do it in was- Willem's room. Yeah. You guys haven't opened that door yet. Is the main the, the main like dining hall area? There's other people in there. Yeah, there's other people like eating and being like, "Oh God, the soup is awful." <laughs> and then looking so, at oh, and then <laughs> Kevin walks up and he's like, "Are you enjoying your meal?" And everybody's way too afraid to say no. Shadow's like, <laughs> like mm. "They told me they love it. You should make more. Could you use some more salt." Carl <laughs> <laughs> whispering like. Oh, is this like made out of a femur? What the fuck? Like an actual femur? He didn't cook the carrots. They're just <laughs> raw. We were, we were out of several ingredients, so I substituted salt <laughs> for all of them. I broke apart a ration and put it in. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could do the lab or something. Okay, I so. I think uh, Lindsay's trying to cook in Arrested Development. Hot ham water? Yeah, hot ham water. I keep right. thinking of um, Bender. Yeah, so it's like that's yeah, it's 0.2% less than it's gonna kill you or something like that. <laughs> Didn't you specifically invite these people for the meeting? I mean, Donovan, the dining and, hall. and Donovan and Olivia Tara and, and Tara, yeah. sister. Are there other people in here? You guys have like probably at this point like 30 or 35 people a part of the resistance. Oh, and they're all inside. Okay, not all of them, but a good amount of them. I mean, yeah, lab is fine. Okay, so you all pile into the lab. Killer shuts it behind you and says, okay, so what's the plan? And we'll find out what the plan is <laughs> next time on the re-roll pod cast. <laughs> on the pee-hole pod ass. <laughs> on the pee- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it too late to rebrand? thank you for listening to the reroll podcast the world of rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious 
any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.